there we go. Yeah, I hit threes with no eyes. Threes from the rain, no lie. Cross my heart and I die. They don't wanna catch me outside. Leads in no wave, it's a tie. I couldn't take an L if I tried. Funny when I start trying to play around with them, they really start feeling my vibes. Oh, they can't reach where I'm trying to reside. I don't reach if I fall on my Yo, 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 yo. What's good? What's happening? We back. Brand new episode of Threes from the Rain. Y'all should be proud of us. We consistent. Two weeks in a row, my nigga. We here. We back. We out here. This your boy, Chris J. Got the boy, Tyler, here. Yo, what's good, my people? Happy Real Friday. Yep. Yeah. Oh, you said happy Saturday. It's Friday. Happy Friday. Oh, okay. I was about to say, gee, I was about to get on your ass. And uh, Daytro is back off uh, sick leave. He's here, but uh, he'll be back for the basketball portion because... Uh, before we spoke, he's a fish. Y- y'all niggas broke him. <laughs> That's all. You rest of <laughs> niggas broke him. <laughs> and I don't blame him. I really don't blame him because you niggas really pissed me off all week, too. But it is what it is. Um, before we get into the wrestling portion, if you are watching us on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. Hit that share button. Hit that alarm button. Let you know when we are dropping content. Shout out to our new subscribers, new followers of the sort. Make sure you check out all the content we do have on the YouTube channel. We got plenty, 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 plenty. So make sure you check it out. Much love and appreciation to all our supporters. And if you just listen to us, make sure you hit that uh, follow, subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to us on. And hit that share button too. Follow us on Twitter at Threes from the Ring for all our wrestling and basketball takes um, as well. But let's go ahead and get into wrestling. Um, it's this, it's this week started off in probably the worst way imaginable because it's been the hottest topic for wrestling for ever all week and it didn't help that it got worse a little bit worse tonight but it is what it is so unless you've been sleeping under a rock this week this past week as in as in of monday night raw around like 7 30 ish um which is funny because i have not watched a full episode of Raw in like a couple of weeks. So like the fact that this happened on the one time where I could dedicate to watching Raw is hilarious. But um it was originally scheduled for the main event of Raw to be figure out who's gonna be Bianca Belair's number one contender. Who's gonna be the number one contender for uh Bianca Belair to fight on uh Hell in a Cell. So what ends up happening we have Naomi and Sasha Banks, in that, along with Asuka, Becky Lynch, and Dewdrop and Nikki Ash in a six-woman uh, scramble match or something like that. I don't know. Something like gauntlet match. Something like that. Um, yeah. So, we like, oh, this is going to be lit. This is a perfect, this is a great way, you know. Uh, set up, give Bianca a pony and all that, and plus a hell of a freaking main event. So cool! You got six of your six of your good great stars on Raw. You got the tag team champs, who's one of the hottest, two of the hottest uh, stars in the company. Great main event. Then 
around 7.30, like a little bit after the uh, steel cage match between uh, Almost and Bobby Lashley, which was a decent cage match, by the way. Um, we get, we hear that, no, beyond, I mean, Becky put, pops up in a segment talking to Adam Cole. I mean, Adam Pierce, wrong Cole, wrong Adam, but talks to Adam Pierce, says, hey, I just saw, uh, uh, Sasha and Naomi leave the arena with their bags. So what about the main event? So shit changes. It turns to Oscar versus <laughs> Becky Lynch. So I'm like, yo, what the fuck? So in my mind, this is a work. <laughs> Something happened. But everybody in wrestling Twitter is like, yo, what the hell's going on? So then throughout the night, they just keep bringing it up. And then eventually, everybody in wrestling Twitter is just like, yo, what the fuck? Especially black wrestling Twitter, because now it's looking a little shaky. Because they keep bringing it up. Like, so you just sitting there thinking, like, is this a work? And then, Fightful reports Sean, uh, that goofy mug, Sean Ross Sapp, um, literally broke the news <laughs> that, yo, this is a legit situation. They did leave the arena. He and eventually gave us details. That pretty much Sasha and Naomi was not happy with the booking of said match. They was not they are not happy with the booking of their tag team titles, which I totally understand. And pretty much had multiple meetings with Vince. There was a stalemate. There was no change in minds at either end. And then they went up to John Laurinaitis and at least in the early stages of Raw and like right when Raw went on air and said fuck these belts we're going home <laughs> and after that that's when chaos ensued and at that point people accepted the fact that they have walked out and just in normal wrestling since walking out is a bad look altogether so we'll go into detail in that a little bit later but um so at this point chaos ensues and it's like yo what what the fuck did they leave we start hearing there's room people with no who want to be just like Dave Meltzer and other uh, dirt sheets claiming oh something racist was said um, and shit like that and then it's just like okay we just gotta wait till something happens then we get a press release which is the most shocking part of this all is that press release and that press release I think made this a lot worse than it needed to be. A lot fucking worse than it needed to be, um, yeah. especially with the wording. If they just left at that first paragraph, it would have been cool. <laughs> but that second paragraph where it just detailed unnecessarily what happened and put in their side of the story into it is just like, yeah, this is kind of bad. <laughs> this is bad and makes WWE look bad while also trying to paint while they're trying to paint Naomi and Sasha look bad. So, throughout the night, they're still throwing shots, calling them uh, unprofessional. They walked out, all of that, and it was just like, okay, this is getting really nasty now. At least on TV. So, then, after that, at this point, nobody cares what's happening on Raw. Everybody on Wrestling Twitter is like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Niggas are just tweeting just a tweet. Niggas is get put in, already got the AEW All Elite. Photoshops together. And I see that literally not even a whole hour after the show. I seen two of them. I'm like, bro, y'all work too entirely too fast. It's like, yeah. 
so but before we get our thoughts in, i just want to make sure we just phrase up get the whole story in. so then yeah so the press release comes out officially and it's just like yeah this is nasty so <laughs> now the following day occurs niggas is mad niggas had their spaces all um, in the course of you black people black wrestling twitter you need to do a better job at, with the white people that y'all associate with because in the midst of all the spaces that you niggas like to have which is at this point really pointless because what you I hate and I know I'm sh- wait to say that for later but a AEW fan account literally said nigga in, in in the midst of a conversation about two black women and that's on y'all niggas for literally trusting white wrestling fans but that's a whole different story but yeah so chaos is ensuing then the next morning some dude who follows Naomi uh Adidas shoehead nigga who claims he got her side of the story and I'm like, "I right, bro, what's you got it?" <laughs> so niggas is taking his <laughs> side of the story. And I'm like, "Bro, everybody wants to be Dave Meltzer these days, huh?" But so then <laughs> at I literally had point, to turn my Twitter notifications off, bro, on both pages because it was getting nasty. It was just bullshit just coming from every which way. I'm like, "Bro, I'm gonna just wait until like, bro, I'm get some glad. real concrete." Bro, I'm glad I have to work the next day so I don't have to be near my phone. But so then at this point, this is me in my mind. It is what it is. So at this point, we're just waiting to see what happens. So then now there's reports uh, from, of course, Meltzer, Alvarez, and uh, even I think Sean Ross Sapp, uh, given like what's going on in WWE locker room, pretty much saying that for one, everybody thought they were getting fired. Hell no. <laughs> they said that's not looking like it's going to happen. Uh, but there is backstage heat, mainly on Sasha, not necessarily on Naomi, but a lot of people are not happy with the situation. Of course, I will be dis- I'll be mad too. But we'll get into that later. So then as the week goes on, then we're hearing that Naomi is po- was negotiating a new contract. And that's, of course, the magical word here, negotiating a contract. And this is like the worst time for that to happen. So that news pops out, um, and then SmackDown right before the, uni- uni- uh, the tag team unification match, Michael Cole uh, breaks the news that W pretty much restating uh, the press release, not verbatim, but pretty much short terming it, and saying like, yeah, so um, we had to change the match because Naomi and Sasha Banks left. And they they are uh, indefinitely suspended, which I take as in code of we'll talk it out. But for the time being, they are suspended and we're going to have a a tournament for the tag team titles. Tough titty. Move on. So then now people. Huh? I got some. I got my. We're going to. Yeah, we're going to break the whole situation now. Don't worry. I just want to get the whole plateau going. So then. Mm. Y'all niggas are mad now. I literally just said, fuck this, because we're about to record. So I was like, I don't really care. And also, look, you niggas are just going to be mad about what you was mad about. And now WWE is just doing what, in a way, what you're supposed to do if somebody walks out and on in this type of situation. But anyway, so now niggas is mad. But in the process of this, the best thing that happened was that tag team match, which was really freaking fire. Like, shout out to that tag team match. And also, uh, Roman Reigns giving us a meme. But I'm going to let you... That's pretty much the situation. But, Tyler, I'm going to let you give your thoughts on this situation. 
in itself um and just what well, yeah just your thoughts on it so um, then i get my thoughts initially it was weird because i was watching raw but i had tuned out up until the segment of becky lynch um, talking to adam pierce and I had no idea what the main event was going to be. So I'm thinking, oh, okay, this could be, um, you know, Becky and Oscar. Cool. Then later in the night, that's when I find out, I'm like, whoa. So, so you know, Sasha and Naomi had walked out. Then I hear on commentary, you know, um, Corey Graves uh, talking about it. He called them unprofessional and everything. So I'm like, what's going on? So I didn't even have to literally open up the Twitter app. I just get flooded with the notifications. I'm like, bro. For one, G, you gotta adjust your Twitter. You shouldn't get notifications every time somebody tweets. <laughs> no, not that. Not every time somebody tweets, but like, it's when I was, I was, you know how like when you're looking at something earlier in the day or something like that, that'll be like the first thing you see. Oh, it's okay. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah, like yeah, the, yeah, top, like, the topic itself. Okay, I get it. So I, I was looking. I'm like, bro. So what's what 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 really happened? Because I, like I said, I was kind of oblivious of what the actual main event was going to be to begin with. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, I started hearing all these different conspiracies. I'm like, bro, I'm finna just tune this shit out and just and wait and see what happens because we don't know what's going on. We don't know what was said. We don't know who you know did what. So we we'll just wait on. But I did still end up seeing certain stuff. I'm like. It goes back to the thing where people you got to stop being fake detectives on on social media. Like, just please stop doing that because, a, you look stupid. You you don't get paid to do any of this, and then two, you don't work you don't work for any of these any of these companies. You don't work for any of these blog sheets or anything. What you're not gaining anything from from basically making shit up because that's what a lot of people are doing is just making shit up or just assuming. Um, the whole situation with Black Twitter. Black wrestling. I have, or black, yeah, black wrestling Twitter. Now I haven't been on it long enough to really have a a true opinion on it, but I will say, you niggas are fake because the only time you guys even say anything in regards to wrestling is when something's going on with a black wrestler. When they took the uh, the belt off of uh, Big E, you guys niggas were up in arms and said they gave up on the nigga. Um. You niggas was mad when Kofi lost the uh the belt to Brock. Like well, that was just it, no, that, that was a little bit justified. <laughs> that was that, yeah, it was, but it I'm was. Just, I I'm get it, but it. it was like, yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying like that was, but before that, I wasn't hearing nothing. Yeah. So I'm just saying like you you niggas are fair weather. So I don't count. I, I honestly don't count them. Sorry to say, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's just the situation itself. It's just, it's unfortunate. Um, I hope that it does work itself out, even though it's it's looking like one of them situations where it does. It might take some time. Yeah. Um, I'm not necessarily worried for anybody's job, but you know anything can happen. So, like I said, it's just a wait and see situation. I I still can't. I'm not gonna put my emotions into it. Now I will say, you know, of course. I'm always in support of black women standing up for what they, you know, feel is right. So I'm never going to go against that. And, you know, if they, I, I'm not going to sit here and, and, um, and nut hug WWE like they do everything right. Cause they, 
they possibly don't. more than likely did something wrong to piss them off. So, you know, it is what it is. You know, they did what they felt was right for them. Yeah. And they have they have every right to do what they're doing. But from a business standpoint, WWE has a right to um, you know, make that decision of suspending them and stripping them on the belts. So like you said, they did well, they, just they get technically in a way saying fuck so these belts. So they, said, no, they we don't want these shits. Yeah, they technically didn't strip them. They said here. <laughs> so I was like, that's why I was like when I saw people getting mad saying well they're gonna have a turn, I'm like, they did give them the belts back. <laughs> like, what do you want us to do? But All right. So yeah, but um, my thoughts on the whole thing. So I was just more like along the lines of like, yo, like you wait and see. But it's also like, yo, this is weird that they are like legit going in. And I'm just glad for some of the level-headed people that kind of helped me remember when Stone Cold, <laughs> when Stone Cold oh, yeah, said, "Hey, yeah, that's why I was bringing hey, yeah, up later." This. Yeah, like like I said, we're gonna go into a little bit of detail in terms of comparison in a little bit. We're just getting my initial thoughts, but mm-hmm. I was like, "Yeah, they don't play." And Stone Cold is one of the biggest stars of the company, and it's like they even gave that man bars. <laughs> like the, the episode of Confidential is still on. It's on Peacock, I believe. So, what? <laughs> like literally, they barred that man. Well, up. you know, you got Jr. on there going in on on good old. On this good buddy, you know, you know, <laughs> you know, it's nasty business, but yeah, the so only, it's just the only thing that would have made that funnier is if JR went off and called him a son of a bitch for leaving, yeah. But, um, but yeah, and you could plus you can still watch that episode of Raw as well. And but anyway, so it's just like, yeah, they don't play because I, I still remember the episode of Raw like as a kid, um, but anyway, so but my thought, I'm like, yeah. If they did walk out, like, yeah, WWE don't play that shit at all. So, and is it, my thing is, and like I said, I'm going to say this right now. Both parties are wrong. I don't give a fuck. Literally, I'm I'm just one of those people. Both parties are wrong. But also, I get Naomi and, Naomi and Sasha end as well. They are justified in feeling how they feel. It, it, yet at the same time, it's like, I me personally, I feel they overreacted, but who am I to say that? That's me looking outside in. But I will also say right, that. And that's any of us. That's yeah. why it's like people got to stop putting their emotions into it. Exactly. Because I'm, I'm going to look at it as, for one, as a businessman, but also if I'm in their shoes, I'm like, damn. But also, I'm not a wrestler, and just like, you can't. And my thing is, people was comparing it to like quitting a nine to five. This isn't a nine to five, but we'll go into detail a little bit later on that too. But like, I was just like, yo, like, both sides is wrong and i was just like but when wwe put that press release you kind of made it you not kind of you really made it yeah. a lot worse i don't even like, think they should have said they shouldn't have done that if they were gonna do it, i don't think they should have even done it the same night yeah at least not the same night because like everybody's emotional but also you gotta remember w don't give a fuck about them goddamn about the internet as much as they need need to that's that's the other uh billionaire that niggas not heard but if you do a press release, you just keep it simple. You just say, hey, this is why we had to change the main event. Plain and simple. And you didn't have to add the extracurriculars. That was that was the main thing was the extracurriculars. And then yeah, also... It just looks like they're throwing them completely under the bus, whether exactly. you know, both sides are wrong or not. Yeah. But also, knowing WWE's history in terms of people who literally walk out on a company, they're always really cold-blooded. It's just, unfortunately... 
these are black women and that's why me personally is it is it race angle no but it doesn't help when you tell black women that they're being unprofessional especially when they're speaking out but i also have to look at the history of like what they what this company has done to walkouts and they have done a white a bald white man who was beloved by everybody the same pretty much and yeah. but like me personally I'm not going to put a cape on for neither one. I am always going to be supporting black women for always. So whatever Naomi and Sasha choose to do, cool. I'm for it. I will support them. They so choose not to ever come back. Cool. If they so choose to come back, hey, a lot of y'all got a lot of y'all going to still tune in. Regardless, y'all going to whether y'all sit there and say, oh, I'm not going to watch WWE again. You're going to watch clips and you're watching the product. Same and way then you I, say that what, no matter I'm, who gets yes, like, like I'm not it, literally like people like that piss me the fuck off like gee like you're you, you you're watching a fucking YouTube clip or a Twitter clip so you're engaging their content dumb fuck but anyway but it's just a really unfortunate situation like and this is the thing I believe is going to work itself out it will the unfortunate part and then it's just is and like. I would just want to kind of go towards the aspect of why, like, is walking out okay? If you walk out, this thing, walking out of a entertainment business, it's like, okay, we gave Ben Simmons hell and Kyrie hell for not being there for their teammates. <laughs> we All season, like, this is where basketball touches wrestling. We have given Ben Simmons and Kyrie hell for not being there for their teammates. All fucking season. All season. All fucking NBA season, we gave those two black men hell. So, even even to a extent, that's just even used Ben Simmons more because literally he literally just didn't show up. We showed up and then left. <laughs> but everybody in Philly was giving that man hell, like teammates throwing on the bus, organization throwing them on the bus, all of that. This is a. Defensive player of the year type level candidate player, all one of the best defenders in the league, one of the better athletes in the league, all consistent all-star. And he's getting thrown under the bus for not showing up to work, for walking out on his team, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And we, even us on this podcast, have given Ben Simmons hell for walking out on his teammates. We did. We all all season we have. As to to the point where I think we just stopped. Because it's like, no point. Because we just got to the point where it's like, if you're not gonna play, it's whatever. Exactly. It's not gonna make it. It's not gonna make a difference if you do at this point, anyway. So yeah. So to me, and this is just me also. So I'm looking at it in the wrestling sense, especially the day mm-hmm. of. We we already planned the show. We're hoping you do X, Y, and Z. We'll do. Are we expected to make changes? Yeah, because sometimes the card is subject to change. But also, if this is what we're planning to do. Then hey, maybe we could find a workaround. But if you're not, if you're too not gun cold, then you know. But to walk out is unprofessional. Like walking out is unprofessional. Like is it standing up for yourself? Most definitely. Is if you feel like you're being disrespected, so choose to. Tyler, how many times have we seen Sean walk out of the ridge? I don't have enough fingers to count. 
Exactly. <laughs> like, bro, we've we've had co-workers at our old job walk out and we just sit there and be like, yo, what the fuck? And now we're mad. And guess what? It's no different in wrestling because I'm pretty sure Dewdrop and Nikki Ash feel a type of way because they're about the main event raw. Um, and, like, they're about the main event raw. They don't get that often. So, and also, it was supposed to lead to a storyline for the tag team championship. So, that's kind of another issue I have, but it is what it is. So, walking out is unprofessional. Now, to keep out in it publicly, yeah, it looks nasty, but once again, I'm a, and I don't know why people saying it's different than Stone Cold, but it's the same shit. Two big stars, one big star. Either way, two big stars walked out because <laughs> they didn't agree with booking what the fuck so walking out is unprofessional not like literally just because you it's a difference between walking out of a million dollar multi-billion dollar organization business and goddamn your your minimum wage job it's a difference because i could find another job if <laughs> they did and they can find another job too but is 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 different entirely because you're letting down. Either way, you're letting down your coworkers. You're letting down the people above you. It happens. Yes, you're standing up for yourself, but also you're still letting people down. And that's just my point. Like it, it's like it's no way to defend walking out and saying walking out is justified. <laughs> it's a justifiable offense because literally some of y'all are too scared to walk out of your own damn jobs. as well just being honest exactly. like some of y'all are not don't got the balls to do it your damn self so there's no way that you how do you look rooting somebody else to walk out their job how do you look and yes this is the generation of fuck that job but at the same time some jobs is just like yo there's cons it's, it's legit consequences for the actions and I'm sure they knew that when they walked out which is why also I respect them for doing so but do, am I going to side with them? Fuck no. Especially as me in a leadership position, I get pissed when niggas call off. Because <laughs> that means I got to probably hit the road. I don't want to do that. I don't. So, like, yes, it's, it is a sense of unprofessionalism. Yes, it is. It just sucks to literally where it's thrown in your face. And then also knowing that wrestling is full of Racist is still very much a racist fan, fan, fandom. So yeah, it, it hurts to see, and yeah, that's why I'm not mad at people who choose to stand up for it. Sasha Naomi, in the sense of to people who calling on ignorant, n word, back black b words, anything that goes against literally them just they're the per the person that they are. Yeah, the person that they, they are. When you're attacking no character, then it's like, okay. But I, I just can't, me personally, like, I will fit, like, literally, if we get to a point, literally, when we do get to a point where literally we get big enough and literally Daytra sat there while, like, and just walk and literally just walked out, I feel a type of way. I would legit feel a type of way. <laughs> like, like, people need to stop justifying walking out. <laughs> like, because it, it, it fucks up everything. It it's a double-edged sword, man. That's that's it what is. we're trying to say. It's, it's a double-edged sword. Because, like, yes, it's unprofessional, but from either side, you could be right or wrong. So 
you know, it's it's all dis- it's discretionary. It's all discretionary. Yeah. And like I just want people who wouldn't do it, especially if you had the money that they were getting. Like I I would feel more a little bit more comfortable walking out if I'm making six fig six figures to the sense that it's close to millions. I will exactly. feel more comfortable I got walking out because I have some money. I'm sitting on some money. I'm sitting on some money. I could clear my mind, and hopefully they don't fire my black ass. So <laughs> they have a cushion. Some of y'all don't have savings to walk out of a job because that means you immediately is going to McDonald's looking for something. And we're in the pandemic. Job market sucks. But anyway. Point being, I'm against the walkout itself, but at the same time, once again, I can't stress. I will still support them and whatever they choose to do. Hopefully, they don't go thinking that they can go to another billionaire and think it's going to be sweet. Primarily for Sasha, because I think regards Naomi's bloodline safe. But, and honestly, I kind of want to just go a little bit towards Sasha because this is number three. This is number three. And the second time in less than, what, nine months? Yes. And then the second... And also, I feel bad for Bianca because it's like, yo, why every time some shit goes on, she kind of has a role in it. Um, not, not, And I mean, I say a role, but, like, it fucks up her booking. Because you just yeah. shit it. And I don't... Like, literally, people are also forgetting. Bianca has to suffer, too. Because this is her booking that's getting fucked over and we and even though people saying like oh no that's stupid why why wouldn't they only fight bianca why the fuck not aw gives us dream matches every fucking week why can't we get one for a pay-per-view <laughs> why not <laughs> but anyway but for sasha this is just a weird thing because this is the third time and it's frustrating as me, because I like Sasha a lot. Like she, like she, she is one of my favorite wrestlers. Like not just women, female wrestlers. Like she's legit one of my faves. But it's like, yo, if just like this is the third time where you just said fuck it. The second time, <laughs> I mean the third time. And it's like if it's getting to a point where it's like, yo, like yeah, we know. The talent, the star, the superstar that in the in the the uh, what you bring to the company, but it's like yo damn. And also, if I'm AEW, that means you have to kiss her ass. All right, because there's no way if you know if she does go over there, there's no way that you're not gonna you putting that belt on her the the moment she steps through the door. And then, but that, that to me, and not anything, even just that, not even just putting the belt. You legit the have to dedicate. Every waking second to making sure she does she gets her way, and like once again, this is not an attack on Sasha, but this is what we're seeing. <laughs> this is like it's not like oh it's like every now and then type situation. This is what like, we know WWE is willing to put. You know they're yeah. willing to deal with this with her. You know yeah. Now if you like AEW, that means you legit have to give her almost bigger creative control. You got to give her almost equal creative control as Tony Khan. That's what, if that's the case. And I don't think they can do that. Especially the way that they are, literally, Muggs is already mad that AEW don't give 
eight, Thunder Rosa only gets two minutes of TV time. And she's the champ. The main woman's champ at that. Jay gets more TV time than her, but Jay that. Hey. But um but, but you see not, what I'm saying though. Yeah. You know, you see what they do at Jay. Imagine what you have you're gonna have there's no way that you're not gonna be able to do you gotta do double that with Sasha. Tri- double, nigga. Triple. Shit. Ten times. <laughs> Cause it's motherfucking Sasha Banks. But yeah, but it's just what it's just this and the and it's just one thing I just want and this just to kind of wrap this up, I just for fans, I understand the frustration. But also, I think sometimes some people, like Tyler, like you say, I think, especially black wrestling Twitter, niggas over-exaggerate shit. Like, yes, it sucks that when Big E had his title run, that literally it was around Survivor Series. So, yeah, he was going to lose to fucking Roman Reigns. <laughs> what you wanted to happen. So, yes. And then also, yeah, he pro- if you may feel like his title run wasn't that significant, I get it. Even Big E feels that way personally. And now he's home with, unfortunately, his he's still out with a neck injury, unfortunately. And y'all got mad at another person for a mistake. And, and he, and like, I don't think that Rich Holland apologized publicly yet. But point being. As long he, as he apologized to Big E, that shit don't matter. Exactly, that's all that matter. Like, you niggas need everything to be too public and thought that was racist. And, like, honestly, I don't really think that he's being racist in this situation. It's just literally the wording and who is going towards. I believe anybody will get the smoke. And also, this is not like Charlotte and Becky because that was on live television. And that was on legit live television. And it's not like Charlotte versus Nia Jax because they still finished the match. And then, yeah. so, it's, it's, it's that's different because that wasn't, that, that like, that was legit in ring where it's like, if you... Whatever they were dealing with, they took it out in the ring. They took it out in the ring, <laughs> and, it was and just it's, like, it's still different because that was a, that was animosity between each other. That didn't really necessarily have anything to do with the booking. Charlotte exactly. was mad at her because she was, you know, she's a little too too rough. Yeah. So that was different. That and they still finished two, the match. Two wrestlers, so they could <laughs> they fight. They could legit the fight each other if they wanted to. Yeah, they and legit. This is something still that's going on with the producers. It ain't like they can go producers and, and go everything. Smack the out of producers. Yeah, like that's why it's like. Yeah, like, does unprofessional happen throughout wrestling? Yes, but it's also, like, if it happens in the ring, most of the time, the casual fan, they're going to sit there and think, oh, okay, but if you're so big of a fucking wrestling mark, and I know that fans people very fucking much, but if you're that much of a fucking mark, then guess what, my nigga? You need to t- tune back like Daytrail is. Seriously. Seriously, like, bro, like, what the fuck? But it's, it's just no reason to just be putting just to be so emotional over something that you have no you you have no skin in this. You like don't. literally you're not writing. All you can do is just support. And literally, if you like literally it's like I'm not like said WWE is very fucking wrong. They PR team is ass and they really need to get They've their ass, ass kicked. for a long time. But at the same time, they done this with Stone Cold. Like I listened to a podcast and they were old enough to at least be on www.com there was a press release for stone cold you just can't find it right now i tried looking for it but there was a press release for stone cold when he walked the fuck out it's still talked about in documentaries i think in the 
Cody, I think it was either Cody or Bubba. It's, it's, it's talked about in Broken Skull Sessions. People pointed at Stone Cold like, yeah, you you, ran, you took your ball and ran. He has to eat that. He swallows it. He know what he did. Even Stone Cold admits like it. He, but at the same time, he still he even the same. talked to Brock. He even talked to Brock about the situation. Yeah, he has. Because so that was, was like, what it was about. He didn't want a job. He didn't want a job to uh, Brock at King of the Ring. Well, he said, in the first you know, round he still of the King of the Ring on a random episode of Raw. He felt it should. In his eyes, he felt it should have been, been a bigger. Yeah, it should have been, been more advertised. Yeah. So, yeah. But and that goes back to the weird thing. Sasha Naomi was going to win the match supposedly. And also, I'm well, also heard Becky said she didn't want to uh, have a rematch at Hell in a Cell against Bianca. At least not yet. At least that's what I'm hearing. So that changes booking all together. <laughs> so, like what the hell? But my thing when I when I finally did hear about whatever the match was going to be, I I I just assumed that this match was going to be Oscar's to win, and they were going to set it. I thought it was going to be set up where. Sasha and Naomi get into it with Dewdrop and and uh, Nikki during the match, the most sense. and then they you know dip off somewhere to start their you know that's the start of their program, and then the actual finish of the main event is Oscar beating Becky Lynch like it ended up happening anyway. Yeah, that's what I think because that's why it didn't make sense when they originally said that Naomi was supposed to win the match. Yeah, it don't make sense, but you could, but at the end of the day, you can make it make sense. It's, yeah, you could make it make sense, but initially, you know, during the commotion, it was like, what are you guys talking about? Yeah, so, but, like, I just want people to realize, like, literally, this is still a billion-dollar company. <laughs> They're going to multi-billion-dollar company. Y'all are still going to buy product. And when and when Michael Cole said millions of fans was disappointed, yes, I'm sure it was millions. And there's also a million or less upset on the Internet. Like, I need the internet to also realize we're still the minority. We're very much still the minority. Like, we're a voice. But the people who they're going to listen to are the people who, A, stockholders, B, niggas who buy merch and buy and pop up at the shows. Those are the people. If you're not two out of the three, you, ain't, you don't got yeah. no skin in it's not your battle. Like, gee, it's it really not. But like I said, to wrap this up, WWE drawn for that press release. I still, I, like, and I feel like they bogus for at least publicly putting it out on SmackDown before the main event that they suspended indefinitely. You could have just said right now, like, you could have easily just said the tag team titles are, have been vacated and you having a tournament. I would have been cool with that. But it's just, I, they're wrong in the sense of how they're publicly doing it. But until, and unfortunately until Naomi or Sasha so choose to speak up on the actual situation, which honestly they won't because the one Sasha hasn't explained what happened with SummerSlam. And I think she's the same thing's going to happen. Will it work itself out? Probably eventually. If not, so be it. It is what it is. WWE is going to continue to go afloat. And as long as people sit there and think, oh my God, our, like they hate black people. Look, it look. The game is the game, bro. <laughs> the game is the game. Like that company is still gonna find a way to stay afloat, and it is what it that is. That wheel is turning, regardless. That wheel is gonna keep turning. 
and I know it sucks for you niggas to hear, but it will. But that's going to be the wrestling portion. We appreciate you guys for tuning in for our thoughts on Sasha and uh, the Naomi situation because there's really nothing else to talk about besides that it's the undisputed bloodline and we all here for it and to kind of cover the section up because I really is scared for anybody that do get mad at us and like I said black I still support them black women I'm for them but I'm not taking no sides in this situation because in the end of the day both parties are wrong but with that all being said undisputed bloodline Shout out to the uh the Usos, even though it's done through uh nefarious means. Uh I'm all for it. Um and I can't wait to see the photo with all them niggas holding the belts. Like that's that that, hey man, that, that photo by the bloodline is a t- is a top three faction all the time. I'm putting it out there right now. Hey, and look, bro. top top three is a little extreme, Gordon. bro. We want to do that rank, ranking soon, but yeah, we, we're actually gonna do that ranking. We're gonna do top ten rank, uh factions. And Just for that. the naysayers that are still not acknowledging Roman Reigns, when we, when, I don't know when the next time we're gonna do another ranking list of like all time greats, but Roman is up there now. G is he, he's it's, touching it. G it's solidified. He, he's, it's, he's touching. He it, got G. the plaque. He's touching it. And when he uh, when he gets Cody over at insert. Big four pay-per-view that Daytra is going to watch. It's going to be lit. But um, <laughs> we appreciate you guys for listening to the wrestling portion. It's feel f- definitely please tune in for our NBA basketball talk uh, as well for uh, that segment that will be up immediately after this or or just hit next on the playlist. We appreciate that. But like, comment, subscribe. And feel free to let us know in the comments how you feel about the Sasha Naomi situation. If you disagree, cool. Like I said, we men or we adult, we're adults because literally men are women. We're adults. We can agree to disagree. Like at the end of the day, we're going to agree to disagree because I don't feel like arguing with y'all. I'm tired of arguing with y'all. I'm glad I haven't argued with nobody. Like it took a lot of patience out of me. And like, yeah, for one, like I said, I am concerned about them black women and like it bothered me but at the same time i can't i can't defend walking out of any job because it is unprofessional <laughs> it just it is what it is um but because i know i get mad at it when it happens when i'm at work so who am i to sit there and say suddenly change my mind because of because i like them like no like if if c-mac walked out the kitchen i would have been pissed too <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just saying, it's just like literally, I would have been pissed too. And C Mac, that's that's the homie. So I like, I would be mad, either or. But um, but yeah. So make sure you like, say like, comment, subscribe, follow us on Twitter at Three S from the Ring, and like I said, stay tuned for the basketball portion if you listen to the audio side. And but if you're just sticking around for the wrestling, peace. But share the content, join the conversation. We appreciate you guys and peace. Or stand by. All right. Yo, we're back. We back. We back. If you listen to the uh audio, we're back. NBA portion, basketball portion of Threes from the Ring. If you are watching us on YouTube, welcome to the basketball portion of Threes from the Ring. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Threes from the Ring, 3S from the Ring. Just like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. And if you listen to us 
do the same if you haven't yet. Make but above all, share the content. We got Daytrail back. He's here. Uh, he was on sick leave uh, last week, so he missed out on a fun episode. But my boy back. You're. Yep, he back. Um, we ain't gonna say what was wrong with him, but he back. And uh, Tyler is here as well. Um, and unfortunately, we was gonna have a guest, but because his favorite basketball player uh, let him down, he's probably in the closet, hurting still, probably playing 2K, running up the score on Luca and the gang as we speak. But we're in the conference finals mode. We're actually gonna before we. Uh, slander the Suns for letting the culture down and also letting Suns Twitter down because I got my last laugh and I fi- it feels glorious. We're going to focus on the conference finals as we speak. Um, we have on the East fighting for the Bob Cousy East Conference title. <laughs> we I'm got refusing the Sun- to call it that. I'm just going <laughs> to. Gee, it's the Bob Cousy Conference title, G. It's the East Conference shit don't even roll off the tongue, right? <laughs> shit, how fucking weak is that? Bob Cousy sound like a furniture store. <laughs> Yo, that's the name of the episode. <laughs> Tyler, I think that's your first uh title. Uh, Bob Cousy Furniture Outlet. Let's go. <laughs> in Boston, specifically. <laughs> Especially in Boston. But so we're not we have- going. Which is yo, it's hilarious that the Celtics have a chance to get the first Bob Cousy conference title. <laughs> yeah, he's but gonna yeah. say it's red. Oh yeah, that's even worse. But yeah, so it's the Celtics versus the Heat representing the Easter Conference, and then fighting for the Oscar Robertson conference title out west is the Warriors and uh, the Mavericks. Um, which who are their plant? Who are uh, the Mavericks and? Uh, Warriors are playing right now. Last I, I haven't checked the score in a minute, so I don't know what's going on. Uh, uh Golden State one hundred two, Mavericks ninety six. <laughs> they Mavericks is up nineteen. <laughs> they bully in the Warriors third quarter. If they ass, I'm pretty sure. But um, yeah, yep. So, so I saw. I saw and coming. they let Draymond Green hit a backpack three on their ass. Hey. <laughs> I can't call it early because I can't trust the Warriors with a lead sometimes. But shit, they, this shit over with. Look, bro, I'm sorry. Jeff for Luka, Luka balling. They, look, G. Luka's going to win one game. Luka's going to win them a game because he's just that. That nigga got 32? Yeah, Luka balling right now. <laughs> the rest of his team just ass. Well, no, nah, Jalen Brunson, I think he's going crazy too. He's just. Warriors just got too much firepower, bro. Yeah, and de- they don't have enough legit defenders on that Mavericks team neither. Like, no, they bad. got defenders. I, I don't say the Mavericks got enough defenders with with Reggie Bullock and Dorian Finney-Smith and no guy. Like, they got the Fiddy Keeper not too bad either. Um, uh shit. Trying to think of more. Jalen Brunson, not too bad for a guard as a defender. Um, so they, it's not bad. It's not like Golden State got overwhelming defenders because Clay ain't that no more. So he definitely ain't Clay. Uh, ain't Clay no more, but he still play until well, Game Six happened. Then uh, Game see. Six, Clay just crazy. We we it, yo Ty, yo G, we we predicted Game Six Clay and it happened. Because, bro, they was talking too. I ain't gonna lie, they was talking a little bit too much shit. I mean, granted, some of it was warranted, but Clay hears anytime Clay hears the noise, 
he blocks it out and goes crazy. He have at least one of them games. <laughs> so, but um, but yeah, if but the Mavericks lose this game, I think it does solidify. I think it is gonna be Warriors in five. Um, it's I like, think I don't think it'll be Warriors in five. I just think the, I think the home court for the Warriors really mattered right now. I say Warriors in six, maybe Glenn Clay, uh, game six Clay. But I also think just like the Mavericks, the Mavericks went down two zero to Phoenix. Phoenix is a better team than the Warriors. That's true. Uh, they're they, better. It's just the Warriors, the Warriors have more punching power too, though. The Warriors have more punching power, but Phoenix punching power ain't bad just because how how much of a well oiled machine that team is. Yeah. Like if you give me if to keep it a hundred percent buck with you, if Curry not giving you twenty six a night on his Warriors team, you lose. That's not the same thing for uh, Phoenix. Like when it comes to Phoenix, it's you know Chris Paul down. Hopefully, Devin Booker got your back. Devin Booker got your back. Dodger Aiden not gonna quit on you. Phoenix lost one game horribly. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that really, ooh, Clay Thompson, ah, nasty. Um, but. With, I would just say the Warriors, like, the Warriors, like, I'm not, you, I, like, Wiggins is going to be consistent with his defense, but he's not going to be consistent with his offense. Shout out to Luca. Fucking amazing. Um, like, same thing, like, Jalen Brunson, as much as I rock with Jalen Brunson, I can't trust him to give me freaking a solid 24 each night. You know what I'm saying? Like he'll give you like I could rely on the 18, but plus that yeah. is the yeah yeah it's it's uh, but I believe Jason Kidd is a better coach than a lot of people give him credit for. He's improved uh, as a coach. Like even when I remember a lot of people were joking, be like, "Oh, but y'all hired y'all hired Jason Kidd just to." Um, I mean, y'all hire what's his face just to get Jason Kidd, and now I'm pretty sure the Warriors like. I mean, the Lakers like, damn, I wish we had Jason Kidd back. Um, Jason Kidd is a fantastic coach, and I believe the adjustments that he'll make come when they go over to Dallas is the main thing for a team like Dallas. All they have to do is see that they can compete with the team like the Warriors, with a team like Phoenix, and it can keep going. They're down by ten now, or being down by ten, home to the Warriors. When the Warriors' offense is clicking like that, my nigga, anybody gonna be down ten? They're gonna be down more. It's gonna be like a footy point game, but they keeping it close. So, um, and then Luca is amazing. I kind of don't have a. I don't care who wins this series. Kind of don't want to see the Warriors go to another freaking finals because that'd be hilarious. But um, I don't have a. Like, okay, the hater in me, which I try not to have when it comes to sports, don't want to see Steph Curry get another ring because it'll be hilarious. Also, the hater in me don't want the Luka narrative to keep prospering because I'm getting tired of it. So there's a there's a there's the duality of hatred. So I really don't have I really don't care who wins this series. Um Warriors fans are obnoxious in the worst way possible. Luka fans are right there with them, thinking that nigga's the next guy. I was on TikTok. And these niggas was talking about Luca, saying that man, if Luca could beat the Phoenix Suns, he is now the best player in the league. 
And I'm like, what the hell? Like, what did that come from? <laughs> and then people think Luca don't have a team around him, um, which is stupid. Team. It's a respectable you know, team. <laughs> they were one of the top defenses. I think people are starting to realize it more now than they were earlier in the season. Even me. But like, I don't like, even I was think one of people, those people, I was like, yeah. bro. This is the this is Lucas in that conversation now. Uh, he's a great player. He deserves everything that he deserves. But he's in that conversation now where people make more excuses for him than they make against him. I'm saying if if his team loses, it's because Luca team he ain't got nobody, no second real, no second star. Blah 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 blah. If his team loses, if his team wins, it's just because how great Luca is. Either or, right. even though Jalen Brunson. Won them, mo- won them so many games in that Jazz series. The first two games, so, <laughs> the first two games so, to keep them af- afloat. And then, so, so like, like that whole Luca thing, like the whole Luca ain't gonna have no teammate things is fucking wild. It discredit one Dorian Finney Smith who got paid, and Jalen Brunson who's about to get paid. Which they about to put themselves in a conundrum. Uh, come that time because. Ain't no free agent gonna want to go to Dallas. Um, now, I will say, um, back to like the series. I I think this is a good series. I just think that 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 shout out to Lil Wayne coming just to see Luca lose. I do. Uh, <laughs> I do think that that Dallas get a game. Probably two to make it like six. I think they get two in freaking um, two in Dallas. See. I can see that happening. And then the Warriors just win right after that. Um, my God, Luca! That nigga got a forty ball. Five rebounds, seven assists. And that's just my God. Only down by six. They still got three minutes left, so a little less than three. So, hey, <laughs> yeah, all they have to do is get stops. Hey. Bro, who the fuck is that? Otto Porter. Yeah, Otto Porter. Where did Otto uh, Porter get braids? No, they ain't Otto Porter. Otto Porter who had he had a fade last time I saw him. Is that Damian Lee. Yeah, I saw on Twitter Damian Lee was getting minutes. Ain't got no damn points. Look, man. <laughs> but they getting – the Warriors, they, they are hitting on all sales. Like, they getting production out of almost everybody. They got one, two, three, four, five, six people. I don't think that would be consistent throughout the series and consistent throughout the finals. No, because it's just when that does happen, it's very hard to beat them. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. That's any team, honestly, but especially the Warriors because if Steph is casually getting 24 and then – Kevon Looney has 21 points, by the way. You, you're going to lose that. Bro, Draymond just fouled out. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck you foul out? Mm, but but it like I will, if 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 the Mavs do take two games, if they somehow do win two in, in Dallas, I think we may have a legit conversation <laughs> where it's like. You just gave them confidence the same way that, like, with the Suns, they got that confidence. And it's it's not necessarily just – it's it's the it's the others. Like, and I'm talking about the others. I mean, like, Finney Smith. 
is going to be like the Maxi Klebers and even Spencer Dinwiddie. Because I wish he, if Spencer Dinwiddie was more consistent, I think this Mavericks team would be a lot better. But, um, but like, it, it gives your others that, like, yo, we can legit take down one of the, the team of the decade, of the last decade, yeah. low key. Like, we can take these niggas and go to the finals. Like, that if, if they do take two. And that's Luka identity, though. Luka identity, that's one thing I do like about Luka. You don't fear anything. Yeah, Luka don't fear no man. Like, that's the yeah. Eastern yeah. European. He, he, it, yeah, yeah he, he doesn't fear the moment either. Mm. Uh, it's, it's, it's basketball Curry balling right now, too. Uh, getting to the rack. Just playing basketball, bro. Yeah. That's uh, you can't like they just can't get a stop on them right now. Um and, and just like the offense and you just gotta get go to stay out of rhythm, which is extremely hard to do. They crowd is good too. They you know when you get a, a crowd full of bandwagoners, man, they they go crazy. <laughs> uh so. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> so, but no, like seriously, they crowd is really freaking good. Yeah, they all and, like Oracle. Oracle used to be one of the best home courts in the league. And then, like, it those was were true like fans. Oracle. It was it's okay. Like it was literally in that time when the Warriors or when the Young Warriors was a thing, right? Oracle, um, OKC. It's crazy. They got a crazy good fan base, and they just sat there and, and let that team just tank they like their fan base away. But Oracle, OKC, Boston, Denver, Toronto. Nah, uh, Denver is more because the atmosphere, not necessarily the fans. Fuck the fans. No, I'm they saying like have- they they did have it at one point. Like Denver used to be used to be rocking. Yeah. Uh. That was a dumb Curry should never touch that ball. Um but Luca, why would you shoot that? And then you let Kevin Kevin Looney barely had a chest not a series ago. And two years ago. <laughs> Like I, hey, man. Bro, that is still disgusting that 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 literally Kawhi did Drive on that nigga and, and imploded his collarbone. G like that is yeah. That's still one of the most insane. Oh yeah, it's over. Curry just sent them niggas. Curry just sent them niggas to the crib. So he, he hit one of those f those oh, asshole man. threes. Yeah, he, he hyped. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, it be that way. But but mm. like I, I like if the Mavs do take one, I like I believe they will at least take one. Like I'm gonna give them mainly because Luca's just gonna have. He had a good game today, based off of, like from what I saw. But I'm giving him that respect that like he's going to force one at home, and then as in the sense of we're not getting swept. But if they do take two in Dallas, then that series gets in, the series gets interesting altogether. I, I think they take two in Dallas. Winning, winning in Warriors home court is hard. It is unless you got momentum. So you need to take two in Dallas, right? You edit and especially in the playoffs, if you if you are the away team, you take game one. 
right? Yep. You take game one. You know, I don't, I, I don't know if you t- like, like, I don't know. It's and then it's just all about getting stops, but getting stops on the Warriors is impossible. Uh, but I'm pretty sure Adam Silver will be making that call come Game Three. <laughs> that that call to be made. He not about to say this. Not about to be no gentleman sweep. Let's let's get let's make this interesting. Um, but yeah, right, it's, it is this this game over with. But yeah. I I still give the series to the Warriors, even though I do not want to see them in the finals again. But it don't matter to me. Um, I just hate narrative talks that's gonna happen because you already know. Curry get that fourth one, she gonna get nasty. I'm I'm not ready for that conversation because them them takes is gonna be horrible, very fucking. Because he horrible. tied with one player. Yep. <laughs> he tied yep. with that and, one. And, and the only narrative that we rock with on this podcast is the Brown agenda, but at the same time, <laughs> and Michael Jordan got his father killed. Yeah, but other too. than that, other than that, uh. Yeah. That's not supposed to be Damn, funny. Damn, what you just put on the microphone? Oh. Yeah. But, Tyler, anything you want to add about this series before we uh, go east? Um, yeah, I definitely think that um, that Dallas should take two. I I don't know. I have a feeling if the if the Warriors go into this next game, whether they down or not, and they come back the same way, I think it's I think it'll be over. I still think Dallas pulls gets one more game. Regardless, if, even if the Warriors win the next game, but they definitely should. I think Dallas should win this next one, though. They they've been home pretty court good at home, like their home. You court were close, is, but you couldn't get no stops. You win, yeah. And then like your role players just universally just will play better too. Like it's yeah. just it's just natural. So and plus, I like I believe in Jason Kidd as a coach, like. Like I truly do, so just we'll see where things go. But let's go east. Wait, what you about to say? Nah, it was just commercial. I was looking at what this dude with the thick ass glasses. Just say that nigga ugly, but never mind. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> nigga had some thick ass glasses. I if we had them legit them bifocals. Bifocals actually uh, not that thick, no bro. Uh, the Warriors had thirty eight points in the paint at the half and a half. My nigga, that is some 2K rim running, bro. That's that. That's wow. that uh, back when I couldn't make threes on 2K, so I'm hitting that paint, nigga. <laughs> bro, man. That, 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 that was my strategy. I'm hitting that paint. My nigga, that, man, that's how I play with this Pistons t- uh, league I got going, bro. I'm playing with the Pistons. Gee, you just said, look, y'all niggas can't shoot. We live in it. We eating in that paint, nigga. But, uh, uh, bro, man. Ain't him getting Zach Levine. That nigga shooting sixty percent from three though. Hey, go crazy, G. Yeah. Detroit. <laughs> hey, bro, that well, nigga just threw the ball away, folks. Yeah, wrap it up. Let me turn this channel. I ain't gotta watch this no more. Yeah, but uh, so over East we got Celtics Heat right now tied up one one. Uh, Heat the Heat took Game One. Celtics took Game Two after uh Horford. Yo, shout out to Adam Silver uh, probably getting that text from Roger Goodell saying, yo, fuck them COVID tests. <laughs> that man beat COVID in three days. But uh, I think the only reason they still testing COVID 
for that is literally just to keep it like you know and we ain't we ain't really say fuck COVID, but it's fuck COVID. Yeah, it's the, yeah, the country itself, but it's just like the NBA still. Especially for the playoffs. We, we put, the NBA is like, we still respect COVID, but compared to the NFL, the NFL said they were throwing out. The NFL legit said they wasn't testing after the playoffs. Yeah. So <laughs> the NBA is just like, we're doing due diligence. But, um, but yeah, so Al Horford beat COVID in three days. Uh, well, two days, actually. Um. And Marcus Smart came back, and I think Robert Williams' knee start feeling better, and which led to a outright classic Celtics ass whooping. But uh, overall, like both games in this series ended in blowouts. Um, really, nothing I can say anything profound. The Heat looked good in Game One. Well, Jimmy Butler looked really good in Game One, and then Gabe Vincent and Max Strauss just showing that. Shout out to the Pat Riley uh, scouting uh, system. He knows how to find random niggas. So I give him his credit. But Jimmy Butler has been looking amazing this whole playoffs. Um, Me and Daytra do will give our apologies. Uh, It's just playoff Jimmy is a form. Playoff Jimmy is a form, but uh, this nigga needs to stop doing that shit in the regular season. Where we sitting there saying like, yo, where this nigga at? But come playoff time, this nigga looking like six foot seven Dwayne Wade. Bro, come playoff time, this nigga looking like, bro, this nigga looking like fucking six foot seven Giannis. Like, get into the the rack. If he ain't get his shot, you fouling him. I shouldn't even say Giannis because the nigga smacking threes. But on on a two-way end, look. A lot of a lot of time people be saying like, bro, and I'm on the Patrick Beverly side when I say this. A lot of time people get called two way players. Them niggas don't be two way players, bro. We we'll talk about that, can, by the way. We is motherfuckers who can stand in front of a nigga, but they ain't really locking niggas down. Jimmy Butler be locking niggas, bro. <laughs> like, um, and then like like there's certain players that's unlockable. I think Tatum is in that spear right now and. You can be good at bad basketball, but that don't mean you can lock that nigga up. Right. <clears throat> um, but Jason Tatum um, and Jimmy Butler just going at it. Uh, but like you said, I personally um, apologize. I still don't apologize for this nigga. Don't deserve it to be in any... Uh, uh, like first team, say maybe a third team, just because the nigga don't play. That's it. Like the nigga, the nigga takes the regular season off, like he played for Greg Popovich, bro. Like, Gee, I don't respect that. <laughs> like so, I, I don't respect that. But that's but, gonna get addressed eventually, though. Once this next of uh, this player, they, uh, that. they just gave Draymond. They just gave Draymond second team all defense, and he only played. 40-something games or 50-something games or something like that. No, Draymond so, played more games than that. No, he only played like four. Bro, Draymond was injured the whole second half. That, you know, the, that's why the Warriors like the three Hold seed. on, I got I to gotta look this up because there's no way that he only played 40 games. He got He, got he played that, 40. Hold on, but it was low. I'm about to look it up right now, G, because that, 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 that's wild. That is wild. I'm talking about like the players missing games thing in general. Like that's going to get addressed in the next. Uh, oh yeah, don't worry. Next... Uh, like I said, that, that, I told y'all this lockout going to be lit. 
Nick is about to have to play a minimum of 60 games. Bro, you right. He did play 46. Yeah, all right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Javon got away with it. Look I mean, up how many case. games Jimmy Butler played. I'm about to look. I think Jimmy played enough games. I, it's just, I just his see. performance. His performance in those games, though. Um, did, 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 did. Uh, no, wait, that's Jimmy played 57. That's what the fuck? <laughs> what major injury Jimmy Butler had? He had COVID at one point. So okay, that's no, like, yeah, no, 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 real he, shit. That COVID was fucking him up in the beginning of the yeah, uh, the, the yeah, season. I remember that point. Yeah, yeah, he so, had a real bad bout with COVID. Yeah, because I remember, I remember he lost weight and stuff too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that bad. I was studying him. All right, I know how that. Yeah, I know how that joint is. Uh, but um, um, but shout out to G. I would say this right. So, game one, Miami looked at dominant. Right. In the second half, but, specifically. Yeah. But the thing that's going to shoot Miami in the foot is the same thing that that shoots a lot of teams like Miami in the foot, like the OG Raptors and stuff like that, is that they, they number one guy is really him. But everybody else behind that number one guy is kind of him. Even when I look at Bam, who's really good defensively, but still lacking offensively, like, and we need that in the playoffs. Excuse me. Offensively, Bam leaves a lot to be desired in this playoffs. It's it's, it's like that. It's like that one meme, and it's so true. Like with Trump, it's like turn it off, turn off the lights, turn it off. Like it's too bright. It's just like that. Like, light is too bright. Um, don't get me wrong. Robert Williams is a monster. Grant Williams is a monster uh, defensively. They got – and, and in Horford. Al Horford coming he, back. I'm like, you got to give Al really Horford good. his credit. Al Horford, look, bro. It was so many Celtics on that defensive player of the year, folks, bro. It was Al Horford, Robert Williams, and Marcus Smart. They was all on that bitch. Robert Williams would have won defensive player of the year if he didn't get injured the second half. I guarantee it. So, um, but the reason they look so dominant is because the Celtics also lose, lost two big pieces within that rotation. Easily. Um, like, that's, that's your core of your defense right there. Yeah, just two big with Al Horford and Marcus Smart which make them a crazy switchable team. But the thing about that team, like, even though that team can switch with anyone, they play a lot of, like, like man-to-man and they not switch it. Like, they don't care. Uh, yeah, like, they showed that a lot in that first year. Against like the they, they was our like, niggas straight up. Like, this is why Jason home. Tatum is – and I would never root for the fucking Celtics, but I would root for Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum is becoming one of my favorite players because he wants to smoke on defense, bro. One thing I always laugh at, and like people would be like, the only person I never see really shy is Spurs Kawhi, Braun, some Braun, unless it's KD. Yeah, he ain't trying. He ain't trying to hear that. 
Brian and Lester's KD. Um, I'm trying to think of anybody else that, like in modern day, that I see don't run from the smoke. KD unless it's Braun. KD and Braun do not guard each other, bro. Uh, so but they they just know it's, it's going to be too much work. They got to focus on the rest of the game. Um, um, Joel and B guard other bigs. Giannis will guard. Well, no, Giannis. Giannis play a lot of help defense. But he did guard KD a lot in that series from last year. Uh, yeah, but he was KD was cooking that man to the fucking soul. But uh, he was. He yeah. just won backing down from it. They won. Now you yeah, but I still KD. think Giannis Giannis allowed that switch to happen. He just played. He just helped. Um, yeah. Like Tatum, don't you know, Tatum. Like no, I got this. Like he was KD's primary defender, and this was KD worst playoff series by a Ever. mile. I ain't, I've never seen anybody do a smidgen of what J- Jason Tatum did to KD. Like, it never happened. I'm pretty sure when KD started talking about this finals, when we see him on the Exodus podcast, shout out to the Exodus podcast. I mean, et cetera's podcast, et cetera's podcast. Um, he going to talk about how probably that was the best defense played to him ever. Excuse me. Um, but shout out to Jason Tatum. Like I said, I don't never root for a fucking Celtic. Okay, yeah. It's like, I'm I don't, rooting for I don't Jason Tatum. I'm rooting. I'm rooting for Marcus Smart because uh, people told them to trade Marcus Smart since Kyrie was there, and they didn't do it. And it works out perfectly. They got them a team with them. They honestly have a chance to win the championship. I think. Honestly, I think they do. I think they win. I, uh, I could definitely see. I could definitely see them. They got enough shot. defenders for Golden State. Um, for sure. They got a decent home court. They got a star in Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, so they got a crazy good duo. Uh, Marcus Smart puts in work. Al Horford. Um. You know, Robert Williams, good defenders, things of that nature. I I really I really think they probably win. Um so yeah, but my just my last take on that game is that I don't know what the Heat thought what was gonna happen when they get you know, they best defender back and then um um Al Horford, which is the ultimate glue guy for that team. I don't know what the hell Miami thought was going to happen, but they should have saw it coming. Uh, and shout out to Miami having the second worst home court ever. Um, <laughs> that shit's been known in history. It's second dude. only to the Clippers. It's second <laughs> only to the Clippers. Clippers do not have a home court. Because even in the um, in the Heatles days, like when they were – they wouldn't even have to be losing bad, G. They could just literally just be losing a game and they not coming. You know, they could be, be down like, five. Right, here. Y'all be like smooth. Ten seconds left. That motherfucker. The, the fans don't show gone. up until the beginning of the second quarter. You can look at the Heat game yeah, and like, they do bro, not show you up. You can watch the beginning. Like, the only time, yeah. like, the Heat fans will show up on time if it's, like, somebody, they playing somebody, like, really good. Then 
oh, okay, it looks respectably, excuse me, respectably full. Bro, that was a nasty time. And then never forget the Notorious Game 6 when them niggas said, all right, yeah. fuck this. <laughs> fuck this. And then they missed one of the most epic comebacks in, in history. Because you want to well, be, a gotta, well, the NBA even thought the NBA, yeah, the, the NBA did thought because they put the rope up. Like, I yeah, understand, they put the rope up, like, they was willing the trophy up, yeah. Like, like I, I get that, but at the same time, it's like, at least wait till you know for sure, <laughs> at least wait till you know for sure. That was just my thing, but that, right, especially that, if you, I'm personally not walking out of any game knowing I paid over a hundred dollars for some tickets. I, that's just me, it depends. Like, hey, everybody here be rich. And old people, bro, they don't give no fuck. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's why I said that's just me. Like literally, like it depends. Like sometimes, like okay, with the United Center, at least with the island after that. Look, at least with the United Center, <laughs> you're trying to beat traffic. It's yeah, like that's- you're trying to beat tra- traffic. That's the only time. Like if it's like, oh, it's a comfortable WI, we out here by. Like because United Center the traffic is nasty. It's nasty. So. Like that's that's a whole different situation, but um, but yeah, they home court do suck. But overall, I think I do. Home court sucks. Um, but I I, I think Boston do win this series. I, it, it, I'm just mad that I'm that I like so many players on Boston, but I hate the Celtics as an organization. Yes, I just I wish this was a different. These players were on a different franchise. It's like the Celtics don't need don't need this. Like bro, you, you have These a players multi- deserve it though. They are <laughs> like they- literally. I, I like Tatum. I like Brown. I'm a big Marcus Smart fan. Uh, Al Horford on 2K has been is one of the most underrated my league uh, team teammates of mine. So it's like it works. So I have utmost respect for him on there. But it's like, gee, you niggas play for the Celtics. Yeah, yeah, that's it's crazy. Just the fucked up part, and then. Grant one and watching Grant Williams Grant Williams uh play reminds me of how I literally will play basketball today. I'm just sitting in the corner shooting threes, nigga. So <laughs> it is what Hey, it is. Grant Williams had a couple of lockdowns on Giannis. Man. He did too. Did they draft did they draft Grant Williams? I'm pretty sure they did. I'm pretty sure Grant Williams was probably following. He might be undrafted. Yeah, like that's, that's another thing. Like most of their players are homegrown. They I'm had surprised they ain't I'm surprised they ain't Roy test uh Grant Williams. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy, is kind of sweet, kind of cold. Him and Desmond Bay should be really tested, folks. <laughs> and the fact that they Desmond swole Bay. as hell, able to shoot that well, is is I is, do is, not is, fucking, especially Desmond Bay, bro. Desmond nah, too swole to be common, shooting though. that good. That's but not that, uncommon, though. I used to play with a lot of guys at school that was swole for no reason and could shoot the hell out the ball. But that's the funny thing. People say swole niggas really can't shoot that good. Like Dwight Howard and LeBron are known not to be good shooters. Well, that that's probably the arm left though. That's fucking Dwight Howard. Yeah. Lineup, yeah. Um. Yeah. No, Grant Williams was actually a first round pick. What's this? He play like a first round pick. Yeah, yeah first round pick, twenty twenty two. I mean, uh, 22nd overall. Like, yeah, he was a, he was a yeah. first round pick. He, he definitely played like a late first round pick. Shit. Yeah, I'm uh, the Celtics—they're just another good example of of really. I mean, it took it again. It took them a minute, but they didn't give up on the core of what they had, and they, hey, you it, know, it, it worked out. Because Danny Danny Ainge didn't pull the trigger, and I would hate to to that 
for that to still be the like, like bro, the somebody reason gonna find that episode and sit there and say it's a good thing he ain't pulled the trigger. <laughs> like that's gonna be the part that's gonna trigger me. <laughs> but like, well, either way, Danny Ainge didn't do a good job. He he did send Isaiah. He did kill Isaiah Thomas's career. So yeah, he, he killed Isaiah Thomas for his career for a, a taste that losing a bra, bro, which is wild. <laughs> Literally, Isaiah wow. Thomas died just so LeBron, just to lose to LeBron is insane. Like, you got to think about that. Isaiah Thomas died. His career died after that. And Danny Ainge still hasn't and hasn't paid for those sins. That's He's going to answer for it one day. I think Isaiah Thomas still should sue the Celtics as an organization. But that's a whole different story. But, yeah, but I think the... Uh, Celtics, I think the Celtics will win this series. It's just when the Celtics is legit, it's on, especially if Jason Tatum isn't one for 11 shooting threes, which is his only weakness of his game that I hate is he shoots too many damn threes. But if Tatum is on and everybody else is cooking, there's nothing you can do to stop them niggas. And the Heat don't have the firepower. And also, PJ Tucker got hurt, right? Yeah, I think he, uh, he had a a knee contusion. Yeah, if he if PJ Tucker misses any time, you just so yeah, you just lost a really important defender. So bye. <laughs> but, um, and I even said this going into the playoffs. Like, granted, Miami has been proving me wrong as far as have, the, yeah. like the actual overall play, especially Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler's, you know, he's safe. But I said this before, like I didn't the main reason I didn't believe in Miami is because in the playoffs you're going to need more than one guy to, to you know, carry this offensive load. Because if Jimmy's – the games that Jimmy is not scoring, they're getting their ass for. And, and on Kyle top Lowry, of it – And you can't sit and tell me Kyle Lowry was going to make that big of a difference because this is Kyle Lowry in 2022. That nigga just in South Beach enjoying Palm And he barely played water. this season. So, yeah, he like, has, I he was, barely played. So, and it's like – I even said, like, when they get up against the team, not only does the Celtics have – have superior defense, but they got guys that can that can legitimately score, and they getting production out of all they got. Like it's even it's even worse now that they facing the Celtics because not only are they getting it from you know the two main guys and and um and Tatum and Brown, but Marcus Smart gave them like twenty four five and eight or something Marcus like that. Smart yesterday. came out looking like goddamn John Stockton out there. He came in, so I'm gonna play some defense. Play make and give y'all buckets, like bro. What the hell? What they lost. They lost two games to Philly, right? Yeah, the Heat. Yeah, they lost two to Philly. Yeah. Yeah. So imagine if Embiid was able to play that whole series and Harden was, you know, up to par. They they wouldn't have That's came out of that series because I don't trust Doc Rivers and 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 uh James Harden in the second round. So that's a whole different story. But. Uh, that's a whole different story, but that's a hell of a. But still, my point is, I just don't. Th- I didn't think they were equipped enough offensively to go up against the, to you know, go bucket for bucket with a team that can do that. Yeah, I do agree. Yeah, like they're really not, especially and we gotta talk about uh, basketball Jack Harlow. Uh, when he ain't making them <laughs> my them uh my park jump shots, fuck dude, fuck dude, plain and simple. But um, yeah, so. That's really and that's the second best scorer right now too. So that says a lot. Exactly. So we no, <laughs> but shout out to Jimmy though. Like we do apologize. But, 
to Jimmy. I think uh I think the coaching is what's re- Jimmy's Jimmy's play and coaching is what's gonna keep them in this series. But I do believe I see the Celtics making it to you know to the finals. I don't have yeah, a reason not to believe it at this point. It's it's written it's literally they hold the keys. I'm just all right, they hold the keys to it, so but um and anybody that beat the Bucks deserves to go. Yeah. Because we did say whoever wins that series is more like coming out the East. So, but let's go ahead, rev up the Slamborghini, the Slamborghini, the Slander Bus. I told y'all yeah. niggas about the fact that that man wasn't a two way player. I asked you niggas, where was. And even though yeah, Daytra did talk me into saying it's 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 a possibility. I give him that credit. But a two way player is gonna shut down shut shut a nigga down. He ain't shut that nigga down. He ain't shut down that boy Luca. Uh-huh. He he ain't shut him down. That hey, I can't look. Ain't no defending that shit, bro. You hey. got you got your salad toss on the home court, bro. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no defending that guy. Yo, oh that's G. That's that's the name of the basketball. <laughs> Booker got his salad toss already up. We already know how we're doing that. Easy Photoshop work right there. But um... <laughs> nah, man, that's just that's just the stuff that's just real, man. Yeah, like he didn't like Luca went in there and literally took your home court for you, yo, and took it. literally sent you to the crib, bro. CP3 is such a fraud. Hey, then we gotta go to that boy. We, we gotta get to that boy. But Suns Twitter, I I literally retweeted and responded, and nobody said nothing back. So I I see how it is. Well, them niggas on suicide watch. Now, you gotta remember after the, after the playoffs, they gotta live in Phoenix. That's true. I told you that's the fan base. I told you that whole fan base is 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 whack. Look, man, y'all I mean, nigga, if they runners. not cartel members, nigga, they white people wondering why they not cartel members, man. Look, I made sure that they wasn't Mexicans. So, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's different. Like, I, I pick my battles wisely. That's a battle I'm picking very wisely because I don't want to be picking my teeth up uh, out of my ear. But, um, but either way, fuck y'all niggas. I was right. <laughs> I just like to be <laughs> right, and I'm just glad my revenge came through. My favorite player, which is Luca Hive, till the world blow my nigga. But we do gotta talk about the fact that Devin Booker, uh, we for, for one, stop putting Mamba mentality on players just because they do fadeaways and, co- and eights. We need to stop this. We we need to stop this immediately. Immediately, it just needs to be stopped. It, out of it, respect, out of respect for Kobe alone, just stop doing it, bro. Like, just, just stop, please, like, just. Just let it go. Like I was telling some of my coworkers last week, I'm like, bro, just be like he was like, why, why can't everybody play like Kobe? Not everybody's a psychopath for basketball. Not, like, gee, that, that nigga Kobe eats, sleeps, and shit basketball. Like I think he was a bigger psychopath for the game than Mike was. Mike just loved gambling, and he just hated to lose. Kobe was a psychopath for basketball. To the point where if you wasn't good at the game, he hated you. Like, come on, bro. He was mad at LeBron for an exhibition game. For not shooting. <laughs> like, bro. The man's a psychopath for basketball. Nobody's going to ever be that. And just because, literally, a man wears Kobe 9s 
plays shooting guard and literally does fadeaways and other crazy jump shots don't mean he's new Mamba. Stop it. Respect what's Kobe's wife, Vanessa. Respect her wishes and stop it. Stop all that shit. Thank you. Plain and simple. It ain't never going to be another Mamba mentality. Stop putting it on Kyrie. Stop putting it on Booker. Don't put it on goddamn Pablo Benchero when he comes into the league. Stop it. Who is that? The uh, he's the uh, he was he played on, with Duke. He was the uh, the one of the best freshmen this year. It was him and Chet. But um, uh, a name like Pablo don't don't compare no nigga named Pablo to. Kobe. And also, and also Devin Booker's part Latino. So literally, we, come on now, come on now, stop. Plain and simple. But uh, to that frog, Chris Paul, uh, how can we start this off? Um, in all respect, shout out to Chris Paul because he is about to be the reason for this lockout and these contracts. He's he's suspect number three on the owners list. That's, uh, let's just keep it G real. He is suspect number three. It is going to be hardest contract, Ben Simmons as an ent- entity, Kyrie, oh, wait, so four. He's suspect number four. Of literally these con uh, because for one he made the idea and then he's part of the problem because his contract's gonna be shit. Uh, let me look up his contract. Matter of fact, why is on my mind? I think I put it in the group chat, but I probably lost track of all that shit. But Chris Paul, I think, is about to make forty million dollars the next couple of years. That nigga's still in checks, and that nigga's just looking washed and what wa- thirty million dollars. So it's not as bad, but it's still a lot of goddamn money. For a player who's who just turned 37, it's going to be 38 by this time next year, and then 39. What are we doing? And now, you lost your scapegoat, because DeAndre Aiden has been the punching bag, unfortunately. And he so, But at the same time, shout out to real niggas realizing that, yo, it is Chris Paul. And it's like, literally, it is him. It is him. Like, and I respect Chris Paul. He's a it comes off as a probably a nice person, but you can't get you, you can't get the job done, bro. You can't get the job done on court, bro. Like you do some dumbass shit, and then literally, Nick. Like it's the fact, and I, that's why I'm not mad at what Pat Bev said. Pat Bev did sound like a hater, but at the same time, he was very much real about every goddamn thing he said. We give him passes that we don't give to other players. LeBron. Niggas tried to slander Giannis. And Giannis went out swinging. And y'all tried to slander that man. Y'all slandered Bron for less. But Chris Paul gets away with everything. And I, I don't get that. And it's time we do have this conversation. It is needed. Because Chris Paul is still a very much a top six, seven point guard in this league. All time. And that's great. You're in the top ten. But we can't put you, that that number five. We, we're disrespecting other other greats by putting Chris Paul ahead of them, and that's my take as a moment. But I'll let you, uh, you guys cook. Um. Yeah, it's a it's a tough even if you even if you're not a fan, it's a tough pill pill to swallow, just out of respect for him because you know. You know he's been a great point guard for a, for a while, but it's career. like his whole career. But it's like, well, you can't get the job done, and you've been on teams, you know, 
it's been, you know, whether it's this, this team, the Rockets, the Clippers, you know, any team that he's had a legitimate chance has always been something. And it's like this time it's just like it's really all on you this time. Like you had scapegoats the other time, you know, valid or not. But this time it's like – and I'm not saying this entire thing falls on him, but from what we've seen from you specifically, it's – we can't – we can't – we can't keep defending. We can't defend it no more. It's, we just can't. Mm-hmm. And it's time to uh, – it's time to just realize this, – this was for sure, the, you know, his last shot. Like that, that that's it. That's, yeah. That's like it, it's people saying the Suns could come back. Bro, you don't even know if Aiden gonna be on this roster next year. Yeah, that's the that's the wild part. Cause I feel like if they wouldn't have lost the way that they did, I don't think that would still be a question. But because of the way that they lost the way they did and the stuff that's came out about what was potentially said, you know, with him getting benched and everything, that's not a good look. And when we look at why he why Aiden wasn't getting the shots that he get now, I do have my criticisms about Aiden. Aiden not being as, you know, as assertive as he really should be because Shaq, cause Shaq makes good points about centers. Like, even when you're not getting the ball for your point guard, you got to go get that shit some way. But at the same time, it's been a lot of instances where they just were not feeding him the ball, and a lot of that does if fall if on If that Chris nigga Paul. has Jalen Brunson on him, now I've seen it on court, you as the quote-unquote point guard should have the common fucking sense to say, oh, he has a five foot eight nigga on his t- on on his ass. Let me give him the ball. What are we doing? What are we doing? He's the point guard. That's that's basketball one on one. It's just too many too many instances between the finals last year and this series this year where it's like it is what it is, man. It's we not just even can't. just just the past two years. You could arguably say the, like okay, okay, see that's we just let that slide because that 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 gave him this chance for one. It, it right. gave him his chance to sit there and be like, I. Right. But then, they last like outside that first year with the Rockets. Okay, cool. You 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 got hurt, and honestly, I feel like if if he didn't get hurt, they should have won that series. But that second year. Y'all should have found a way to make it work, but and we end up putting the blame on Harden, saying well he didn't want it as much as Chris Paul, which is unfortunate. Then we could just the Clippers. It's just it's years. It's it's what six five years of just like like yo what the fuck between you could blame it on injuries, but still I think he was on the court when he blew the three one lead to the Rockets to Josh Smith. And old ass Jason Terry, featuring the corpse of Dwight Howard, and unmotivated Harden. People forget yeah. he was on that court, but somehow he didn't get the blame that literally, if it was anybody else, would have been sent to hell for. Yeah. Like, bro, we, like we it's we have a whole decade of evidence, a whole decade. And, like, yeah, like, we could sit there and say, oh, well, sometimes he was injured. Bro, how is it you consistently get hurt at the worst inconvenience times? 
like that like something that, that something's not right about that it's just not like it's just one of those things something's not right and it's not yo that's not like we can't keep knocking that like we it's like how we are with ad right now we're okay bro do something to help you get your health better do something yeah. like we can't just keep saying all right bro like you was hurt okay what are you doing change your I, and all of that like i don't even then, believe i don't even believe he was hurt now we were just talking about in general like people would probably sit there and say like some of his his mishaps chris paul's mishaps was because of injuries like from the clippers he was randomly hurt or with the rockets the hamstring and shit like that or even last year where i think he, hey, that's just tough luck with that, that you but you the times when he's out. on the court and and healthy, that's where you know, that's yeah, where we like really you get blown question. out and and your back blown out by a freaking nigga from what's his nigga name Lithuania? Uh, like, I think yeah, no, no, uh, Porzingis is Lithuania. I Luca is. Well, well, Luca is. Yeah. Uh, you get you get you getting pretzels by that nigga, and his teammates, like nigga. My nigga Spencer Dinwiddie had the most fourth quarter points. Like you, you got you got to go home after that, man, and realize Spencer Dinwiddie got more than freaking fifteen points. So you in a closeout game? Go it. home, all right. So and then like the biggest is but you won like 64, 60 wins or something like that. You had yeah, the best plus win. wins. You had the best record in the whole league, and you still ain't be able to capitalize. I don't know what to tell you, bro. We need some F Chris Paul songs, and if if base guy put that curse on him, he definitely fucked. Yeah, we actually got to look into that. <laughs> we might actually have to look into it because if he he might have been cursed, but also Chris Paul did punch a nigga in the dick in college, and I think the NBA, the basketball gods, never forgave him for it. So, How you punch nigga? Uh, oh well. Yeah. See. Exactly. But yeah. But um. But just that kind of cradles into uh people getting mad at Pat Bev for uh taking advantage of TV time. <laughs> but now my my take on the Pat Bev situation is, yes, he did make a lot of valid points, but I just thought it was corny. Like I think it's all all the shit talking is fair game because it's basketball. I think shit talking is a part of the game and it needs to stay. I don't think we need to to you know monitor people about this shit. But the only reason I thought it was corny is because we know that these niggas don't like each other. So you got on there and, you know, you was able to air it out, basically. That's the is we just know that you guys don't fuck with each other. So that's the only reason I thought it was corny. But but for I would say Pat Bev at least has been consistent, like even whether it's on TV yeah, or on the Internet, he's been consistent. Game. That's why mm-hmm. I can't say it was corny. Like if 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 he was just quiet this whole time. And then he finally got on TV, then said all this. Then I've been like, all right, that's corny. But, like, he's done it consistently. That's just my main. I get where you're coming from, but I think mainly since he's always kept the energy, it's not necessarily corny because he's been on record. That's just my main thing. I get where you're coming from, though, but that's why yeah, I'm like. I, like I, I said, I still, I still believe it's fair game. It's just whatever, you know. He can dish it out, but people can still dish it out at him. He can't get mad at that. Not yeah, saying and that like he has at the him. end of the day, yeah, like that's 
justified. Like, shoot, yeah. But also, uh, Matt Barnes, bro, I think Pat Bev started more games than Matt Barnes. So it's like, bro, he's a lot more qualified to speak on these things. <laughs> and also, bro, we literally – Pat, Matt Barnes literally gave Kwame Brown a freaking internet career because you sure. bullied that man on it. So it's like, bro, you, who are you to talk in this situation? <laughs> yeah, it's like everybody, everybody has their bias in it. That's why it's like, yeah, it's that's like, why it's I was like, that's it's why I'm not game. mad at. That's it's why biased, I'm like, so we know where it's coming from. Yeah, that's why I'm like, Pat Bev isn't lying because it's like, yo, y'all niggas is literally letting this man get away. <laughs> with murder for years for years and matt barnes further proved the point because it's like gee if this was Braun, if this was even dwight howard who has done more than chris paul dwight howard gets a lot of unnecessary criticism mainly because he smiles he literally got the opposite of magic but literally, niggas gave <laughs> Dwight Howard a hard time. And he went to a finals before Chris Paul. He has, well, he's been in multiple MVP Twice. conversations. He has multiple defensive player of the years. Yet niggas gave Dwight Howard the criticism, gave him unnecessary criticism. Chris Paul has gotten away with murder for too long. And it needs to be stopped. Like, it's it's necessary to have these conversations because... Like it is like people who do outright do hate Chris Paul. Like I like literally. But at the same time, the man has been getting away with this for too long. For too long now. That's the issue. And Pat Bev is not wrong for saying, Look, that nigga ain't it. <laughs> like he like literally he opened the door to say, Do it, because y'all aren't doing it. So I'm going to do it. And guess what? I'm still going to play basketball next season and probably still start on the t- Timberwolves. Yeah. Like, gee, like I just need people to re- realize that Pat Beth isn't a scrub. And also, that was just a pure Chicago nigga talking shit to a nigga he hate. Yeah, that's another reason why I'm like, y'all, we, we know where this is coming from. We We know. Like, literally, bro, you gave a Chicago nigga, especially from out west, an opportunity. And also, by the way, Pat Beth was on uh, Get Up last, uh, the week before. It's just, he behaved. Nobody knew. <laughs> like, I, I, like, cause I wake up to Get Up every morning. I like, oh, Pat Beth is here. Cool, that's what's up. And literally, he was back. And then Monday, it was like, I'm about to, like, I, like we said, like I told y'all in the group chat, he collected his check that day. <laughs> All right, Daytra, that's what's up. Uh, <laughs> meet that nigga. <laughs> nigga fell asleep. But, but yeah, it's just like I don't get why people like like everybody from Chicago. You know, what some people from the crib was just like, "Yo, he doing too much." But that's what a Chicago nigga do. <laughs> that's what we do. You gave us a platform. You gave us an opportunity, and we took it. <laughs> they air out how he feels about a nigga he don't like. And he did that. And, like, that's why it was hilarious. Because I'm like, bro, this is... I get it. Also, uh, 
the five pointed star and the six point star thing is probably one of the greatest things ever. Like ever. I've heard somebody say that before, though. That's the thing. That's why I, I, I honestly was not mad at that. Hold on, for real. Do, I need to hear the story to this. <laughs> Do you remember the story to it, like the context? <laughs> um, it was a it was a barbershop story too. Oh, I shit. think they were taught. It was this is another this is another point guard debate. This is back when back when I was in high school when they were talking about uh when they were t- comparing some of the new age guard to some of the old you know the older guard. Yeah. They um obviously I think they talk. I know they talked about Chris Paul at the time. They talked about D Rose because that's what you know he yeah. he was hot. Rondo, and they was comparing them to guys like uh Magic, like Gary no. Payton, Magic, uh, Stockton. You know all the. All yeah. the older guards, even yeah. Jason Jason Kidd and Steve Nash, you know, got, those guys were in the conversation too. But it was it was around it was it was of that same uh of that same nature. But yeah, that like the five and six. That's we gonna start doing that too. The five and six point star uh narrative. No, nah, I'm hit. not. Nope. 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 Uh, look, Joe, you trying? We don't necessarily have to use the star, but it's it. You know these. But the basis of it is there's a different ranking for for these guys now. I mean, it's always it's always been like that, but I, I, it's just the fact that he said it like that on live TV is what made it funny. That's what made it. He's like, and it's just hey, how you say, yo, it's never book a. He said yeah, he a six point star. They come and go. <laughs> I'm like, yo. And that that actually leads to my next my uh my next question. How do you feel like for Devin Booker? I feel like this is something he has time to come back from. It may not necessarily be right now. It might not even be in Phoenix, but. I feel like he he has time to to work on what he you know messed up on, and I think he I I don't I don't necessarily think he's a six point star, but until he gets he gets over that hump, he he'll 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 still be there. If I using the five point six star six point star thing, because it. Like, look, I just don't feel comfortable. It's not my illness. okay. Let, let's do it by letter. I know, I, I know what you mean, but yeah. But to answer the question, though, but I think Devin Booker, he has to. He legit has to. He has to evolve his game. A he has bit to evolve more. his game, but like with that, and like I think, and this goes back to what I said last week in regards to Harden, where like he has to play a more efficient level of basketball. And I ain't gonna sit and tell you tell be like goddamn shoot fifty five percent from the field because you're a guard. But right. and I ain't saying go out there and go get ten assists every night neither. Cause no, because like he's shoot, capable of that. He's he's capable of that. But right. it's more along the lines of I need you to play a smarter brand of basketball, and that comes with a smarter shot selection. Like yeah. Does he have a and I hate the phrase? Does he got a dog in him? Yeah, he do. Yeah, especially when he's front running. When you, when you're like Lucas said, dudes talk tough. When literally that was geared towards Devin Booker. Devin Booker talks a lot of shit, but and I I, I encourage him to keep talking shit, keep, yeah, keep talking doing it, so. and just keep and keep but, playing ball because that like I said that's a part of the game, bro. Like everybody needs, to, I think everybody needs to 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 keep that in mind. That this is always this always been a part of the game and it's going to stay a part of the yeah, game. Yeah, it's going to be There's part of the game. Wrong like, I'm not ever, like, I, the I like the fact that these players are talking shit to each other. At least at least we're noticing it more. But I will say Devin Booker needs to establish a more efficient level of basketball. I feel like Devin Booker also 
needs to uh like it will be yeah he just has to play a more efficient level of basketball because that's going to benefit his team more where i'm not like i'm not telling him to be a 55 percent from the field goal but get close to the 50 get as close to 50 as you can because that's the next step for him is that to yeah, me, and because, it's very possible it's very possible yeah like i think that's that would be the best version of him but also i think we're really close to what that we might actually be seeing the, what the best version of Devin Booker right now. Like he's like, this might be currently be what is the best version of Devin Booker. And if that is then okay. But like it came at, it's just Chris Paul is at this point, Chris Paul is only going to keep in terms of his Chris Paul's production is only going to go down from here. Like it's just only going to go down. He's going to get older. He's only his body can't handle a full eighty-two plus game season. Like it can't, and like and it's just like when it moments get big, he doesn't have that history of where it's like as a vet I can lean on Chris Paul. And I think that's arguably now that's probably honestly. The biggest issue with the Suns, who is that championship vet who's like, when you look at it, be like, I'm going to lean on you. Because in a way, we kind of crown Chris Paul that and he doesn't have the true qualifications. You know, like at least, like, at least you could look at like, like, okay, let's just look at. Well, last year, luckily, was a finals where it's just like both teams just literally was inexperienced as shit. But, like, let's just look at the Clippers at the end of the day. Like, at it, like even with the Clippers are having an end game, in a playoff situation, the game seven is like, yo, you know Kawhi's going to at least try to bring you home. At least. Kawhi's going to try to bring it home. You look at, even let's look at back in the day, like, with the, with the, with the Spurs, like, when Manu and Tony Parker were coming to their own, Tim Duncan was still there. You gonna right. look at Tim Duncan be like, take us home. Like There's the I still remember a game. Um it was a playoff game. Tim Duncan damn near didn't score the whole game and he still ended up hitting some of the biggest shots at down the exactly. stretch. And then still made some of the best defensive plays of the game exactly. at the end of it too. Like, and that's that's my point. Like the Suns to really take that step, they don't have somebody sit there and be like, and, and it don't even need to be on, on even on court, but like just as a leader. Yeah, they don't have that, and that's that's just unfortunate, because Chris Paul isn't really that, and like I said, this free agency class is doo doo, like, and I mean, I'm looking at it in terms of role players and shit, like, well, I won't say it's doo doo, but like, but in terms of role players, it's not really nobody I'm sit there and be like. Is this guy a vet where it's like he can bring some championship, legit championship DNA? And like, even though, yeah, you have JaVale, but JaVale's not that type of player. Like, right. he's a he's a championship level vet, yes, two-time champion, three-time champion. I most respect JaVale from the career. But it's he's not the person who's going to rally the troops, you know. That's right, not he's him. not that. He's not that like KG type of voice to the to the locker room. That's you know get you ready to get back out there, even if you're down. Yeah, like, and exactly, it's just like who who am I leaning on? Like, 
Like who who's who's gonna sit there and be like, yo, we got this, you know? And like that's what the Suns is really missing. Like they got all the talent. Like they just said they're a well oiled machine. Yeah, they're still a but good team. But when the time, but when, but who's going? Who's the one who's oiling it? When things start to sputter, that's that's the issue with the Suns. And I think that's what we saw. We saw it. Like it was very like it it was, it was weird because like in, in the first round he sit there and be like, yo, what the fuck? Like uh, the Pelicans, low key. Are they really this good? <laughs> then, then, like, Devin Booker came back, and it's just like they got it together. And then second round is like, okay, they, they got this, you know. Then Lucas sat there and said no. <laughs> then the man said no. Lucas said no. <laughs> like, and that's probably the scariest thing is when a young star realizes, like, that type of ability is no. Like Giannis learned it, like last year, when LeBron learned it, that was probably that was that's when we knew it was it was up when LeBron learned to say no. Um, Kobe had that ability, like even like Shaq, like when a young star learns no. They're 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 projected, <laughs> they're projected, they're they're going upwards when they're exactly. able to do that. And like I think that's what really separated. Chris Paul from being where we everybody wants him to be. Like that's that like he never learned that like no no nah, hell no nah, I ain't going. So that's that unfortunate but it is what it is. All I know is Suns Twitter that boy Devin Booker ain't top ten two way player G own up to I'm I'm glad I'm glad like yeah, I, he, I he has he has some stuff to work on yeah but well the Suns they're still gonna be a good team next it falls on what they I do think they Aiden. do they, it fall, they it falls what happens with Aiden like I know like literally Aiden's gonna get that bag the Suns should it's offer that bag they I I don't think they have a real reason not to really give it to him because it's like you, you don't, because if you don't give it to him, you have a void. You have a void to fill with the center spot. Granted, you still have Javale, but you're still who's who's backing up Javale now? Exactly. I think Javale. Arguably, you had you, 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 you had a blessing. Together. You had a blessing because Javale was could could start on a lot of teams right now. A lot of teams he could a be lot. starting big like. Put him on the Mavericks right now. God forbid they they grab somebody like a exactly like literally if you, shit like uh, look, this set, look between Aiden and Goldberg G this, this like one or two other it's gonna be you it's center movement is gonna be interesting this year and the reason why I say that is because we also gotta look at the current center situation as a whole in the league. Bigs mm-hmm. are becoming a commodity again. Like, even though, like, looking at how this potential finals is going to look, because it's we're possibly going to get a well between the four teams left. Bam is easily the best big, but that's not saying much. But bigs are slowly becoming a commodity, and it's like you want one. It's either you need a big that can hold you down defensively or you need a big that you can run 
that can be a focal point of your offense. Yeah. Like, we're going to that point again. Like, bigs are becoming a commodity. And especially as we look at how, like, good some of these new generation of centers are looking. Like, a lot, like, a lot of teams is going to have some, like, it's a lot of great centers, power forward center, front court players coming out the league, coming out soon. And, like, that, it's, it's a commodity. Like, I, like we're going to probably, this is a down-the-line type take, but we might be another five, ten years away from where we might, teams might be going back to two legit bigs again. <laughs> like, teams might legit have two, like, each team might legit have a center and a, and a power forward is going to go back to being, like, the, mega hybrid type big where it's just like he could do what the fuck he want or you have a mega hybrid center with a really yeah. tall nigga playing power forward. Like it's gonna be- it's gonna benefit a lot of teams. Yeah, to like do that. we might be going back to that type of era. So just something to think it's just about. not it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing because literally like I said, shot, these niggas the three point shot's not going anywhere. But yeah. teams are realizing it's really a lot of it is based on how teams are really gonna try to build their teams now because we're going Nobody's, in, unless you you know you luck up, the super team shit is dead. Like yeah, super yeah, that's it. That's, that's, that's done. But you like, gotta lock up who you have and and hope for the best. And develop, but like and my draft planet, well, but, and just, yeah, but develop like who you draft. But yeah, but also like I mean, who's coming into the league? Like we're getting bigs who can like, Jokic and Embiid are freaks of nature. As much shit Cat gets, Cat talent wise is can be easily the best player in the league. AD, when healthy, is a fucking freak of nature. And also, you could arguably say it's the arch type of some centers, some bigs that's coming to the league as well. Like, Evan Mobley and them. Like, it, like that's what I'm saying. Like, this new generation of, like, 6'10 plus tall players, they're doing everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're everything type guys. So, like that's gonna be a commodity, so it's like teams want one, but um, but yeah. So at the end of the day, it is what it is. Um, the Suns are in a tough one. That's all I'm saying as an organizer. I just don't think I don't think it'll be smart not to resign them. I mean, yeah. even if you do decide, you know, you know, trade them later, I just think right now you can't afford to not not sign them unless you know for sure that you're gonna be able to get somebody right away that's gonna fill that void. Exactly. That's why I like. I also think they need to get rid of fucking Jay Crowder because that, that's another nigga I've been telling niggas he, he's been a fraud for a long time. Niggas be like, oh, he has he has his games where you can't, where, you know, where he's in Fuego. I'm like, bro, he has one game every year where he does that and then he doesn't do shit else the rest of these games. Stop telling me about Jay Crowder. I don't want to hear about this nigga ever again. <laughs> yeah, sorry. He is not a championship piece. I don't care he's who not. he's been to the finals with. He's not it. He has not he gonna only be been it. to one finals. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I'm like, what's the point? But yeah, like, it is what it is when it comes to, like, the Suns is going to be an interesting team because that window, your It's going to be harder to do a yeah. lot of what they did next year anyway. The Clippers are going to be back as long as they're healthy. The Clippers, Clippers are going to be a force to be with. To, the, the Clippers is a legit threat. I, like depending with the Lakers situation, like literally they they the Lakers might figure it out, and you might luck up and AD stays healthy the whole year. 
Um, I will see it when I believe it, though. I know, but like literally, that's like I said, luck up. The Lakers still gonna be in the conversation. The Clippers gonna be back in the conversation. Um, like I said, the Nuggets is gonna be fully healthy next year. Um, the Warriors is just the Warriors gonna have. A, they're gonna be coming back either or as championship champions or not. Like the Warriors are still gonna still be good. Um, looking at, I'm trying to think of other t- who's in that. The uh, the Pelicans, if Zion chooses to stay, will be a good team. The West is going to look like how we talked about the East. Both conferences are about to be a fucking war. <laughs> be a lot of and the Timberwolves is going to get. Oh, and by the way, the Timberwolves is going to get better. Also, the Timberwolves made the great the worst mistake by extending a coach early in the playoffs because if if they can get a better coach, I will be I will be more hopeful. But it is what it is. But the Timberwolves is going to be better. Like it's going to be a it's going to be a mess. It's going to be a big mess in the West next year. Like both like literally like I will say this in the, just to wrap up the uh the episode in itself. This is probably the most balanced the NBA has been. And will be like look like just looking at next year, because everybody that should be healthy, NBA is going back to his regular scheduled scheduling and all of that. It's going to be a very freak like it's going to be lit. <laughs> it's going to be a lit season next year. So, like just looking at how things are coming in, but let's go ahead and wrap this up. Um. We appreciate you guys for listening. As always, make sure you uh, follow us on Twitter at Three from the Ring, Three from the Ring. Like, comment, subscribe, uh, join the conversation on what we talk about. We appreciate you guys for listening. As always, and this your boy Chris J. We out. Peace.